Good evening, everyone, and welcome to What's the Buzz. Tonight, a very special program. Uh, if you have young kids around, you might want to escort them to the next room. This is going to be a little adult in nature. So we uh... <laughs> hold on, Pete. I'll get to you in a minute. You lose all control when Pete Wilcox is here. I've already lost control of the show. I'm not adult entertainment. I don't qualify here, but, you know, I'll jump in. <laughs> well, here I got my Hawaiian shirt on. I got my Hawaiian shirt on so anything could happen. Ah, uh, well, well hold on here, Peter. Uh, let me tell everybody what's going on. Tonight, the, uh, the subject matter is a controversial one. Uh, but before we talk to uh, Pete and discuss our subject of tonight, and we introduce you to Amelia Pitbull Chapman. She's my co-host. Hello, Amelia. Each and every week you join me here, and each and every week we have to put up with Pete. No. <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hello, Pete. <laughs> On that note, it's been so nice talking to you. And Absolutely. Right? You want the truth? You couldn't handle the truth. All right. <laughs> Okay. There you go. All right. Now, tonight we have a rather controversial subject matter. We're going to talk about the uh, sordid life of Mr. Jeffrey Epstein, uh, or Epstein, however you want to pronounce it. Uh, Jeff Epstein was uh, a multi-billionaire, one of the uh, the power brokers, the power elite. He uh, he he dined with kings queens presidents and uh, and those who had money the the movers and the shakers and provided for those movers and shakers certain gratuities that only he could provide in the way of female companionship so uh he was a pimp of sorts mm-hmm. uh, by all accounts he was a scumbag a dirtbag a flea bag, and any other variation of bag that you wish to uh, in, incarnate. Uh, a hose bag, for example. Right. Now, uh, this will be adult in nature, and uh, that's why I wanted Pete Wilcox here, because uh, he's probably the most adult person in the room tonight. Um, save for his uh, Hawaiian <laughs> shirt. Peter! <laughs> How are you, my friend? It's an adult Hawaiian shirt. It is. Pete Wilcox, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, uh, is a gentleman who made his living uh, on television and film all around the uh, the country, around the world, and filled concert <laughs> venues as well as Elvis. He is known affectionately as America's TV Elvis. And uh, you may have seen him on Alf and Murphy Brown and uh, any number of uh, shows like ER. And he's been around forever and ever. Sandy Duncan show. Pete, um, what do you know about Jeffrey Epstein? Well, he invited me to a couple of parties. I I wanted very much to go. Uh, I was busy at at the time. And as it turns out, it kept me out of jail. To tell you the truth, what I know about Mr. Epstein is really limited. I know probably what the general public knows uh, in that I saw a Dateline show about him. And it was all about a, uh, 
young high school girl. There were a couple of girls that were uh, under the age of consent, if you will, and uh, mm -hmm. they had been um, approached by Jeffrey. I guess the operation uh, that he ran by was just to make contact, hello, be charming. He obviously, right. you don't deal with those people unless you have the charm of the devil. Yeah. And he got them yeah. into his house and, you know, maybe have party, maybe give them wine. Maybe they have a nice meal. He sends them home in a limo. He's building a case, as it were. And sure. then all of a sudden, it seems as though these young ladies found themselves in an extremely compromising situations. And his position was probably, what do you mean? Oh, this, oh, everything's fine. Sweetie, don't worry about it. I got you covered. Yeah. And then, but you're knee deep in quicksand. Very interesting that you use that analogy. Uh, that that analogy would actually turn around to bite him on the ass and the, invariably take him down. Um, yes. You'll see up on the screen yeah. I have yeah. Jeffrey Epstein, pedophile, villain, or victim. How one man changed the game of big money politics and pay the ultimate price for betrayal. And I really believe he paid the price for betrayal. First of all, the fact that he talked to anyone is a surprise to everyone, um, including probably the people watching the show. You may or may not be aware that Jeffrey Epstein spoke to the grand jury not once, but four times and gave deposition four times. It's also interesting to note that Jeff Epstein was an unrepentant, unapologetic son of a bitch who continued to pimp young girls as young as 12 years old to men in their 50s, 60s, and 70s. This is, we can't make any of this up. We're, we no. are, I assure you, no. we are making none of this up. This is all legitimate. Mm -hmm. Understand something. We can all have an opinion. But that opinion is based on public knowledge given to us. There is so much more that we do not know but had to find out or have to find out by alternate news channels and alternate news sources. You're not going to have, as I assure you, ABC, NBC, and CBS are not going to come clean with what really happened with Jeff Epstein. But some of your alternative news sources may. Or they may offer you an, an alternative version of what has happened. For example, InfoWars and Prison Planet and anything by Alex Jones or Jeff Rensky. Point I'm trying to make is we can have an opinion. And that's all we are offering tonight. And I want everyone to notice that the that the the, uh, the scrambler at the bottom of our screen tonight says just that. just that. So understand, we're going to offer opinion and conjecture and speculation. That's what we will do. Yeah. So 
Amelia, you and I spoke previously about this subject matter. Yes, we did. Uh, Let's talk about what, to your knowledge, what do you know of Jeff Epstein? And and are you prepared to offer an opinion on the the case in, in chief? Yes. I know that he would lure girls that were uh, on the street that would hardly have anything to eat. And that's how he would find them. And then girls that he already had with him would go to the girls and say, come on, I have a better place for you to stay. Warm bed, lots of food. All you have to do is just come with me. I promise everything will be fine. And that's how he'd get other girls to lure them in and give them money for that. But they have to be on the street yeah, with nobody. Kind with of them. exactly what what Pete was talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, it's called it's called setting up mm-hmm. a framework. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And just drive them home in a limo. Yes. Give them a fancy dinner. A, you know, a, not a glass mm-hmm. of wine, a no. bottle of wine. Mm-mm. All the trappings. Yes. That's what he did for himself. Ah, mm-hmm. but it gets interesting. Yes. For his big money clients. Yes. He had his girlfriend help him. Absolutely. Absolutely. She was the, the liaison. We're going to find mm-hmm. out about her tonight. Oh, absolutely. Let's take a look. We're going to start off, Pete. This is Amelia's favorite part of the show. It's called Already, show yay. <laughs> And I want you to take a look at this. We're going to watch this and mm-hmm. please offer an opinion anywhere along the way. You all know by now what he looks like. This Jeff Epstein. That's the island. You gotta have some money to buy your own island. The lady in question is right there. Her name is Giselaine Maxwell. Right now she's serving a life sentence. Mm-hmm. For being his accomplice. For soliciting minors. Mm-hmm. Okay, Pete, what do he you know about Bert Bacharach, doesn't he? He does, and he sure does. He looks yeah, a lot he like does. Right. He sure does, Pete. I was waiting for Pete to point that out because he's Jeff Epstein is almost a dead ringer for Bert Bacharach. Mm-hmm. You see the culprit. There he is, uh, the young lady in the striped shirt. Mm-hmm. She's 16 years old. The young girl behind in the blue shirt, she's 14 years old. This picture was taken, and you'll see he's smiling, so he knows he knows his picture's being taken. All right? He knows he's being photographed. What he's saying with that smile is, look what money can buy me. Here's the problem. <laughs> it bought him a death sentence is what it would have bought him. Mm-hmm. Take it and then yeah. that's the perfect segue. I want you to look at this picture. Amelia, what do you notice about this photo? Okay, let's see. I notice his girlfriend's picture on the right hand side. She's in the audience. You and see that... the picture mm-hmm. blown up in the circle on the bottom? Yes. She is to the right of the screen, about mm-hmm. five heads down. Okay. Yeah, she's that's in the audience. Chelsea Clinton, and that's her father, uh-huh. former U.S. President uh-huh. Bill Clinton, mm-hmm. who was one evil, evil son of a bitch. 
Mm-hmm. That man is pure incarnate evil. That's what the devil looks like, folks. Right there. Mm-hmm. And this is the devil's triangle. That's Jeff Epstein, Bill Clinton, and Chris Andrew. These were three of the most powerful men on planet Earth. Only two remain. We think. Jeff right. Epstein may or may not be dead. We don't know. We That's think he was murdered. But we know mm-hmm. he didn't kill himself. That's right. damn sure. So, And if you can tell me that that man hung himself, you'll notice the, the one recurring Bill Clinton. And by the way, that girl is 16 years old. That was taken on his island. Taken on his island. There's Prince Andrew. Again, taken on the island. I thought that was Central Park. Yeah, Bill would say... Because they said that there was a lot of pictures with him taken at Central Park as well. Yeah, well, you're going to see some. Okay. This is a 16-year-old girl giving Bill Clinton a massage. Oh, my goodness. How inappropriate for a former U.S. president. And he allowed that picture to be taken. Maybe that we know. You never thought it would leave the island. Now, Mm. you're looking at a a photograph uh, from ABC News. Uh, This is Jeffrey Epstein, allegedly a death photo. How convenient that an ambulance is there, huh? Yeah, how convenient. Mm -hmm. It's also interesting to note that if you didn't see that photo with all the bed sheets Mm -hmm. keep that picture in mind in fact I want to show you one more time that picture keep that blazing in your memory because we're going to go back to it for a minute that's going to come back to, to bite somebody please notice where Mr. Epstein's hand is couldn't have been in a more appropriate place. In his, in his pocket, right? Yeah, in his pocket, absolutely, yeah. Pete. Okay. The other thing you're looking at here, now you're looking at another view of the death photo. Alleged death photo. Mm-hmm. Okay. To me, he doesn't look dead in that photo. He looks like he's being transported to another place. That's what he looks like. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. No interesting. You see these people? The girl in the back. There she is, Ghislaine Maxwell. There's Jeffrey Epstein. There's Bill Clinton as president, Bill Clinton. He was president at the time. This photo was taken in the Oval Office. Same president, Bill Clinton, on the right, being massaged by a young, very young girl. Again, quite inappropriate for a former U.S. president. This is Epstein's mansion. The mansion is as controversial as Jeffrey Epstein because it was hardwired in every nook and cranny with television cameras and there are monitors built into the walls in in virtually every room. Okay? 
So you know, you you are you, you know that when you walk into this place, if you've never been in there before, you know that you are being monitored. Because as you're walking past, you're seeing yourself on a TV screen in, in any given wall that you may walk past. So you know you're on camera. And I assure you, ladies and gentlemen, it's not Alan Funt, and this is not Candid Camera. This was Jeffrey Epstein's Playhouse. Speaking of Playhouse, there's a gentleman here named Bill Gates. The same Bill Gates who predicted, quote unquote, predicted coronavirus. Okay. Keep in mind, he's neither a psychic nor a medical person nor a virologist. Okay. But he predicted coronavirus. Interesting. He was also a client, a paying client of Jeffrey Epstein. Look at the face of Epstein. Take a look. If, the, if a picture is worth a thousand words, look at that man's face. Look at both of them. Take a good look. Take a very, very good look at that. Wow. It's like, I got me another one. Look. Yeah, exactly, Amelia. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I got me another one. Now, let me tell you what's going on in this photo. This is comedian Chris Tucker. He's an actor and comedian. You see him with President Bill Clinton again. Imagine that. Bill Clinton keeps popping up on all of these pictures. Okay? We know Bill could never keep his pecker in his pants. Just ask Monica Lewinsky about that one. Okay? Chris Tucker is called a buffer. For those people who never... Um, oh, Stephen Plim's in the room. Does anyone need... Yeah, exactly. Stephen Plim says, does anyone need a PhD to figure this one out? No, you don't. Okay, Chris Tucker is called a buffer. He's the, he's the go-between. Between the party supplying the services and the person receiving the services. You're going to see several people like that tonight. Chris Tucker's one. All right. Now, Bill Clinton has denied ever meeting Ghislaine Maxwell and denied ever being on Jeffrey Epstein's private island or having been with an underage female. Here's proof of all three of the above. There he is with an underage female with Ghislaine Maxwell on Jeffrey Epstein's private airplane. And that's the same girl on the right-hand side. Now, let's go on to the next one. Again, a better photo of uh, Bill Clinton. And by the way, he knew he was being photographed. But again, he never really, again, Jeffrey with a, a an underage girl. But he never thought, Clinton never thought those photos would leave that island. So he posed and he smiled. And you're going to see some, some, pose, some photos of Bill Clinton you've never seen before. 
Well, I got a feeling those were also blackmail pictures to have, you know. Absolutely, Peter. Yep. Yeah, let's, let's keep everything in line taken, here. Uh -huh. These pictures were taken, um, I think, as an insurance policy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm All thinking, of too. these, the girl with the blue shirt here and the hat, She's the only female in that picture over 18 years of age. The only one. And that's why her picture is not blacked out or digitized over. She's right, the scrambled. only one in that. Yeah, Pete, she's the only one in that photo of, of legal age. And there's the same girl. The girl behind Epstein, Epstein. is the same girl with the hat on. And her name is Courtney, and I will not reveal. I will not reveal her last name. You're looking at Epstein's private Epstein's island private and his island. many mansions, and there are several mansions on that island. And he owns the. He owned <laughs> the the U.S. government owns it now. By the way, and and by the way, just so you know, the activity on that island hasn't changed. They're still using it for girls. Mm -hmm. Only now the government that. has control of it. Okay? Because that's the kind of business our government's in. Of course, Jeffrey Epstein promoted, pro provoked a lot of, uh, of reaction and dissent among women. But he also garnered quite a few fans. You're looking at a couple of Hollywood A-list actresses in this picture. You're also, again, looking at a picture of Bill Clinton and Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell taken again in the Oval Office of the White House. So anybody that tells you that dirty business is not done in the White House has never been to the fucking White House. Or, or read a newspaper. Or read a newspaper, yeah. I want you to take a look at this picture. You'll see on the far right, gentleman wearing a red shirt. It's the same gentleman wearing the red shirt in the middle. That photo was taken the same day, about an hour apart. Don't ask me how I know. I can't tell you. But I will tell you that there is a hand around Bill Clinton's shoulder. And it's not his wife's hand. Okay? In fact, the young lady that's standing over President Clinton is a young African-American woman doing a line of blow. She's doing coke right above his head on a little ashtray about this big. How do I know that? Can't tell you that. We talked about Epstein providing the power elite. Only one man has denied ever, and there's proof of this, has denied uh, activity involving Jeffrey Epstein. And that man is right there, Donald Trump. Again, a former U.S. president. And to his credit, he's got a paper trail to back him up can't say that for for a lot of people there's bill clinton again 
with a cigar in his mouth on Epstein's Island. That picture that you're looking at, that has not been doctored, that has not been retouched, it's not been photoshopped. That is an actual, real picture of Bill Clinton wearing a blue dress. You heard me right. And it's available for everyone to see, including the National this, Archives in Washington, D.C. Is, is this the picture where he starts to sing, Hey, Big Spender? No, but he may as well. Right. Yep, that's Bill yep. Clinton. Actually, he looks good in the blue dress, I got to say. You know, I'm, I'm just saying. This is uh, an interesting photo. Because you're looking at the president of Harvard University. You're looking at Jeffrey Epstein. You're looking at his attorney, Alan Dershowitz, a high-profile celebrity lawyer. And the person you can't see in that photo is the alumni president with the bushy hair and blue shirt and um, pin tie. Again, I encourage you to look at these photos uh, again. Again, again, there's Mr. Epstein on his island, his private island. Pete, you know who this fella is. He's, uh, he's, no, he's no stranger to guys our age. Behind Mr. Epstein is uh, Woody Allen. Actor yeah, I Filmmaker with his wife Sun Yi, his young wife Sun Yi, right? Very dear friend of dear Jeffrey friend Epstein of at the time. I don't know. Again, here's here's that here's, same here's photo that of Bill Clinton at, at Epstein's island. Again, there is there. Chris Tucker. A bad picture of him, but there's Chris Tucker. Again, he's the buffer. Now, we're back. Let's talk about what we just watched. And all of these photos, they are all public domain. Mm-hmm. You don't need a license to find them. All you need is a Google. My goodness. Because they're My goodness. Out, there. out there. Peter, what do you think Peter. of what you just witnessed? Well, what keeps coming... <clears throat> Uh, to my mind, and I also want to say to our wonderful friends and Amelia that is present with us, Angelo and I, um, I'll say we have kind of an ongoing project of delving into the spirit of man. And what this guy does is bring to mind the evil that is upon us in this lifetime. Absolutely. He is is a pawn of that evil. And sadly, it's more effective than we can imagine. It's scary. It is scary. And I'm going to say, perhaps Paul talks about it in one of the epistles, perhaps the deadliest sin at our access is sexuality. 
the abusing yeah. of sexuality. I was talking about it with my wife the other day, and it's kind of, I could be wrong on this. Eating comes close, but 90, a great deal of what you want to achieve reward-wise is psychological. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Sex um, is one of the few that is both psychological and physical. Absolutely. And I'm glad you brought that up. Making I want to explore that. Pete, I yeah, want to explore that. It mostly makes it one of the most uh, tempting tools that evil has to prey upon us. This exactly. man lived in that sin. And, and the that's what we're going to explore. And I want to explore that because that was Epstein's forte. Absolutely. Power, the power of sex as an aphrodisiac for his pleasure, but using the power of his finance for not only for profit, but for favorable gain with those power brokers you saw. People sure. like the the uh, the Rothschilds, the Bilderbergers, the uh, the Clintons, the Duponts, the Gateses. Okay, I mean you're talking about money, power, and sex. They are aphrodisiacs. The people. Yes. You know, they they permeate the, most the spirit. The most dangerous. <clears throat> excuse me. The most dangerous and most perverse is sex because. It not only destroys the individual involved, it just it can and usually destroys the victim of it as well. Mm -hmm. Isn't it interesting? Pete? It destroys everything it touches. Well, Pete, isn't it interesting that that sex, as loving as sex can be, as passionate as sexual activity can be, sex creates life between two people to, to create a third, okay? So it's a life-giving mechanism, but it can also destroy the soul. Absolutely. It can bring life but destroy you, uh, again, the physical... The perversion of it. The perversion yeah. of it. Uh, well, mm -hmm. the, the physical and the spiritual is yes. what we're getting at. Understand that, but we're not going to get off on a biblical tangent tonight. I won't allow it. Only for these purposes, I'm letting it go uh, to explain. Well, when you said to me, what does this conjure up? Right. Oh, there, there it goes. Yeah, it's, but, it's... And, I, and I appreciate that and I respect that. But I don't want us to get off on a tangent on. No, it's not going to turn the, into the a Bible whole... study. Yeah. I don't want like... to. Mm -hmm. I don't. Hold on, please. I, I want people to understand we're exploring Epstein here. Mm -hmm. And and his mindset, and you absolutely nailed it on the head. That's his mindset. Using that seductive power of sex right. and money to lure naive young girls. Amelia, yes. your take on all of this. What do, you, yeah. what do you think about what Pete's got a point here? Yeah, and I, I think being a, a girl in that kind of sense, I, I just would you know to me i if i was like in that position where yeah i was on the streets or didn't have any money yeah that would be something like oh yeah i would have a warm bed tonight i would have food yes i would take 
But then what I'd have to do for that later on, I'd be wanting to get out of there as soon as possible. I wouldn't want to do that just for that yeah. kind of money or, or food. I would want to run away as soon as possible if I knew that that was yeah. for what, a free meal I mean, or bed. Talk about a guy that's got power and he owns his own island for crying right. out loud. He owns four he airplanes. Mm -hmm. He owns apartments in five states and, and another home in California. Yes. You know, and he was among the power elite. Well, you look and at his girlfriend is there at at Chelsea Clinton's wedding. You yeah. know why she was there. Come on. Exactly. To find it'll, more it'll, girls it'll for him. Go ahead. Part of this is the high rollers are under such intense scrutiny constantly yep. that they want to participate in uh, the pleasures of life, but they can't be seen doing it. They can yeah. get busted walking out their front door. That's what this man is providing that group of people. I'll take Absolutely. care of all of that for you. No problem. Don't worry. I got it. Said, really? Are you sure? All of a sudden, now, the price tag that comes with it doesn't bother them. I mean, what is a, exactly. a hundred dollars is ten million for Bill Gates. He doesn't miss yeah. ten million. So he'll play the game. I'm not saying Bill played the game. I wouldn't say that about anyone. That's between them and what and, and the pictures and everybody can make their assumption. But what we don't have to assume, what we know is that those people willingly participated because they didn't get their hands dirty. That was Epstein's gig. You make well, you know, here's the thing. You, the, uh, Pete, you said a couple of things there that were incredibly poignant and, and a couple that were very critical. And I want and I don't want them to get lost. You're talking about people who will use the money, influence to gain what they want to um, to solicit whatever response they want. But remember, you're talking about people with no moral compass. What we were talking about earlier, and to your credit, you did bring up the moral aspect. And I, and I, I applaud you for that, but I don't want to get lost in that. Because what I really want to do is I want to point out the corruption and the immorality and the inhumanity of a guy like Bill Clinton and Jeffrey Epstein and Prince Andrew and Bill Gates and all these, you know, the DuPonts and the Bilderbergs and the people who have these Rothschilds who have this kind of money. They, they'll think nothing of it. Humanity is disposable to them. Do you understand that? That's why, Pete, think about it. That's why Epstein got girls off the street. Because nobody would miss them. Exactly. Yeah, it makes me think of a line. Do you remember the wonderful movie, The Godfather? Yeah. Uh, and I think it's Godfather. Matter of fact, I think it's Godfather 3. There's a senator... That he gets drunk, yeah, and he's with a girl, and he tells the senator when he comes to that the girl's dead, 
that he killed her. But don't worry, she doesn't matter. Nobody knows who she were. She'll disappear. You are now in debt to this mafiosa who yeah. provided the plaything. She might not even be dead, but he scared the hell out of the senator. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and yes. thank you for bringing that up. That's mm-hmm. critical, and that, and and well, and it, it's critical. And I wanted you, and I'm glad that you that you brought it up. I wanted you to, uh, and I'm glad that I elicited that from you. That's being a good host. You had a million to learn. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, first well, of all, people did, did, did that from Just stop it. It wasn't you. <laughs> First of all, it's no secret. Pete and I play very well off each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other yeah. thing is that it, what Pete said is absolutely mm-hmm. oh, yeah. right. He had tapes with names absolutely. and everything, dates, and who's mm-hmm. going to miss her? She's a, she's yeah, a exactly. runaway. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. But they made a mistake because the girls they had families. The girls had boyfriends. The girls had some of them had husbands. Guess yes. what? They didn't all be quiet, you know. Oh my god! And missing posters they, everywhere. They didn't mm-hmm. all be quiet. They had some of them spoke and spoke loudly. Yes. Something happened recently. Been following this pretty closely. A couple of the girls involved in this case have disappeared. Interesting. Why did they disappear? Here's my thought and my theory. They were getting ready to testify. At least two of them were getting ready to test this. The the fact that Epstein may or may not be dead or in hiding or in witness protection. I don't think he's dead. I personally don't think he's dead. I think he's still on his island. I think he's working for the U.S. government now. I think he brokered the deal of the fucking century. I think so, too. I believe that. Jeffrey Epstein had more worth alive to the government than he ever did dead. Oh, he had names, dates, pictures, film footage, everything. Bring down everybody. Exactly. Tell everybody what we're talking about. Good. The Epstein. Oh, yeah. he, He had... Uh, the cameras in every single room, even the bathroom, kitchen, he would get every little bit of detail. Everywhere. And as soon as the tape ended, he would write down the name, dates, places, who it was with and where, and he would have it hidden. And he had a room where everything was at. So he would put back blackmail, blackmail, and every single tape. This guy, man, I'm going to tell mm-hmm. you what, he kept some meticulous notes. And every there were detail. thousands, I mean, Thousands of detail hours. Detail by detail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thousands of hours of film and tape. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's just from his end. That, mm-hmm. that, that doesn't count all the surveillance shit Mm-mm, that nothing. the government had that. going on. Remember something. You have to remember something. Okay? I want you to think about this. In fact, I just read something two days ago. Mm-hmm pertains, and Pete, you'll find this interesting, it pertains to every single living president of the United States. They are not allowed to drive. 
They are not allowed to fly by themselves. They're not allowed. They are not permitted to be anywhere in public alone. Okay. They are not allowed by law to leave the country unless granted permission to do so. Think about what I just said. Okay. We know that Bill Clinton, at least, at least four occasions, went to Epstein's Island. Now, question is, is it an American territory where his island is? If so, that's fine. But is it beyond the scope of the U.S. border? If that's the case, problematic. Again, Bill Clinton, being a former U.S. president, can't go anywhere alone. And he's not allowed to fly or drive by himself. He has to, by law, has to have a U.S. Secret Service agent with him at all times, even to the point of going into a restroom with him. Do you understand that? Somebody talked. Somebody took the pictures. Somebody got fired. I assure you. Somebody made made a lot of money. Somebody made a lot of motherfucking money. Yeah, a lot. And somebody got killed over this shit. Yep. Okay? And probably a couple of people. The body count isn't done yet. They're still adding it up. And they're still not going to be done for a while. Here's the thing. And again... Everything that that I'm saying is public knowledge. Yes. I'm telling you from the... Mm -hmm. I want to know, do I do my research? Oh, yeah, me too. Me too, right here. Go on the internet. Print Mm -hmm. it up. There it Mm -hmm. is. Oh, yeah. All you need is the internet and and a printer. Mm -hmm. You're right. right. Mm -hmm. You know? Yep. It's all out there. It's all out there. Pete, let's talk about the moral compass here. Let's let's circle back. Let's circle back to the humanity element, to the, the human spirit nature of all of this. Are people, and I'm going to ask you this question point blank. I've never asked you this question before. In your opinion, Peter Wilcox, are people, People innately evil. No, they're led there. They are led there. They they um, have certain. It seems as though we have certain animal instincts for survival, but I believe that their attitude is led into uh, a negative position. Right. Um, uh, we're t- we're talking about a spiritual realm here, but there you have it. And I don't think uh, we we don't seem to be morally responsible at a young age because you're not in command of your senses or your decision making or your ability to be on the money. But I don't think I think uh, you are basically. 
I think you're basically pretty pretty uh, survivalistic. I wouldn't call it yeah. good or bad. I think we are led. I mean, everything that you have, you're coming along, is is based uh, within the family, within the mother, within the father, the guidance of the child, mm-hmm. for those that are blessed and have that. Exactly. That's the point, Pete. That's the point right there. But you're in, what you're, you're, in a de- you're in a decent place. You're yep. led astray. And and I think that is precisely why Epstein chose the type of women that he chose. No he resistance. Chose them. There was no resistance. He was right. Exactly. As a man pointed out, I'm getting you off the street. I'm helping you. I'm going to exactly. build a confidence in our relationship. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then I'm going to provide you with more goodies. And certainly... Yep. You know, I'm asking. You know, I, what I'm asking for is so normal. You, you should have a problem with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and at first, they yeah. feel, he's been so good to me. How can I say no? Yeah. This does seem like it's it's okay. And yeah. then we get back to the real obvious trap of, well, I'm not hurting anybody, and neither are they. And All yes, right. you are. But you're not. You know what? That's a great. That's a great segue, Amelia. Take that yes. one. Yeah, because it's. It's like, you know, he's not hurting anyone, but at the same time, he's blackmailing the people at the same time to have, you know, he's hurting everyone. He's hurting every single person. Exactly. He's hurting the the girls that he's using and he's hurting the men that he's using them with. And then, of course, once they turn 17, he's like, okay, I'm done with you. Go on. And he'll replace the girls every single time. Every time. Every single time, and we've seen it time and time, time again. again. And then that's when they start talking, and that's what started getting them into trouble because they're going to go right. to their families. Yeah, and who knows how many of those girls got pregnant? Who knows how many of those girls he had to get abortions for, and what you know affected oh their lives? Sure. So. That's, yeah. that's very, that's very on, mm-hmm. on the abortions, and also that behavior destroys mm-hmm. the soul. When, exactly they go, when they realize what they've done, even mm-hmm. if they don't come back and they've never seen Epstein yeah. again, right. the damage is done. They may never is. repair. They may never no. be the same again. Exactly, Pete. No matter how much money they get, no matter how much money they get from a lawsuit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's- well, I think the takeaway for this is very simple. Mm-hmm. It's not the first time We've seen a person like Jeffrey Epstein. The names change, but sadly, the situations remain the same mm-hmm. or very similar. In a lot yes. of cases, very similar. People with power, prestige, money, influence, coming across initially like the Good Samaritan. But then the sheep in the wolf's clothing, you know? I mean, the, uh, uh, the wolf in sheep's clothing. Exactly. You know? It's like uh, uh, the old, um, what was that, that, that old nursery rhyme? Uh, um, with the, uh, the, the, the big bad wolf in the grandma's house, remember? Yes. Yeah. Red Riding you Hood. Yeah, Red Riding Hood. Oh, you know, Grandma, what what big nose you have? What big teeth you have? You know. Mm-hmm. Well, Jeffrey Epstein was uh, he was the wolf in sheep's clothing, coming across like the um, the benevolent soul, as we would say. Yes. 
and then all of a sudden, in one fell swoop, he devoured you. And if he didn't, then his, you know, his pegging clientele would. Yeah. You know, they, they say a stiff dick has no conscience. Okay. Think about what that really means. Think about what that really means. It's profound. It is profound. The question, did Jeffrey Epstein hang himself or was he killed to keep his silence? Amelia. I think he was. I think he was paid to kill uh, to keep a silence because how convenient that night of all nights the cameras stopped working, and the, the, the... cameras stopped working, Amelia, mm-hmm. and the yes. guards, the two guards, federal marshals, by mm-hmm. the way, the yes. two federal marshals just happened to leave. And happened to, go, to leave. Happened yes. to leave to go happened on a break mm-hmm. at the same break. time. For some reason. By the way, I love using air quotes. Yes, Um, they're not supposed to be leaving at the same time. (laughs) Right? And they weren't supposed to leave at that time. Together, one was supposed to be watching and the other one was supposed to be standing, uh, going to break. They were supposed to take turns, but somehow, I guess, they thought, okay, well, let's leave together for some reason. And uh, he was on suicide watch the week before. And his cellmate happened to be an ex-cop. Get that. It's interesting. Do you yeah. guys know who John McAfee is? I've heard the name, but I don't know exactly John who he is. John McAfee invented McAfee antivirus. It's hmm. on virtually every computer in the world right now. Mm-hmm. Okay? okay. John McAfee is dead now. Okay. But he was smart enough to do something, he had a tattoo. Mm-hmm. on his arm that said if they find me dead hanging in my jail cell understand and know that it was not a suicide wow he knew and guess what he died from would you take a guess Amelia uh, don't tell me hanging like hello oh my god hanging in his cell <laughs> Wow. I was going to say from tattoo poisoning. It showed I, I was way off on that. Yeah. Hang and, and you're going to, I'll show you in a second. I want to show you in a second who John McAfee is. And then also, too, um, is like, I didn't think you were allowed that many sheets in a jail cell as well. So that's why when you brought that picture up, I was like, why is there that many sheets in a jail cell? They're only allowed, what, one or two per cellmate? Yeah. That's way too many per cell which I thought that was weird. And then Mayor Giuliani at the time, also a prosecutor said that there could be either he was uh, merely murdered for an organized, organized effort or inmates, maybe prison justice, or could have been he committed suicide or the inmates did that. Or yeah. for scenario, he could still be alive because how convenient that there was an ambulance close by with a hospital that close by yeah and they were there to take him somewhere to maybe to a uh because he was going to help the government pretend to fake his death yeah there are people and and thank you for going there amelia because there are people who swear and be damned 
that Jeffrey Epstein is still alive, that he's working in tandem with the U.S. government. The island, interestingly enough, is still in his name. That's interesting. Interesting, isn't it? Because wouldn't they sell the overseer, it to... The overseer of the island mm-hmm. is his brother, David Epstein. Really? Interesting, isn't it? Yeah, I thought the government would sell it if if there was well, no... Well, you would think so. Right. You would think so if, if they truly yeah. had a vested interest in it. Or to pay off I the victims. I think they have more of an interest in keeping Jeffrey Epstein alive than dead. Or to pay off he's the victims, more, right? For well, the lawsuit? He's a lot more valuable to them alive than dead, for sure. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, it's interesting. So I think the final word is going to be don't always believe what you read. Do some investigating. Um, if it sounds too suspicious or too coincidental, too convenient, probably mm-hmm. is, you know. Or you know we, what else we, could be? People will also ask the question for years to come, what really happened to Jeffrey Epstein? Well, mm-hmm. in some ways we know everything and in some ways we'll mm-hmm. never know everything at all. Right. Or those that, that are still involved, the most the powerful people that he had all that stuff against could also have done something to have him moved somewhere else as well. Could have had well, something believe, to do with it. I'm not, I'm, I'm so, not at all convinced not in, in one one iota. Am I convinced mm-hmm. that he's dead? There's a lot of questions about that. So many questions that will probably never be un- uh, un- right. you know, answered for us because. We'll never know until he is found. Is in our chat room just having a fucking fit. (laughs) Steven, I'll call you when I get off the air, my friend. I'm in the middle of a show right now. Um, and I have to do my show. (laughs) (laughs) Because I think you know a lot of people that he's writing that call me. I can't call you, Steven. I'm on the air. I'm doing a show right now. Um but I guess I, I, I think mm-hmm. because Pete is our special guest tonight, mm-hmm. um, I am going to let Pete Wilcox have the last word. So my friend, yes, Peter, please, you got the last word on this, my friend. Well, it's an interesting subject matter in, in, in many fields. Um, the question I seems to me, the question was, is he dead? And the answer is, of course, we have no way of knowing. That's all. That would be inside information. Somebody does know, of course. Um, my tendency, my, my my takeaway from this is to remind people to look at the evil, the muck that is out there. What you are up against in your life here, in this planet. As a human, guard your heart. Stay away from the things you know you should stay away from. Your the, the conscience and the voice that speaks to you that says, no, listen to it. It will save your life, your soul. Uh, the people that we have been looking at all caved in 
for pleasure and because they thought we can get away with it. Yeah. And there is a reality for for those of us that walk in a spiritual life. You get away from nothing. Everything will be paid. It's almost like karma. It's yeah. it's the dues will be paid. The blood, the pound of flesh will be taken. Stay away from evil. If for no other reason, just for your own life's sake. There are many other reasons that you and I had the fun of, of exploring, and we will again. But just look at the, the unbelievable evil and horror that came on these people yep. because they wouldn't take a moral stance. Exactly. Don't trade or give away your soul. That is your divine gift. Take that away. And that is the final word for tonight. Amelia, tell everybody what we have coming up next week. We have, uh, of course, the Michael Jackson episode. Uh, is he alive or dead? People still want to know. And also, oh, by the way, a mm-hmm. special surprise for yes. everybody. We have the woman that will be on that episode. Her name is Pearl Jr. Pearl literally wrote the book, not just one. She wrote four books. Four of Michael, And produced seven Seven full feature films on Michael Jackson. Uh, she will be with us uh, here next week uh, live. And she's going to join us live. Um, so and that's, that's going to be an added bonus. She Absolutely. literally wrote the book. She is singularly, and I will say this for everybody to hear, singularly the most knowledgeable person I've ever met on Michael Jackson, his life before, during, and after his death, alleged death. (laughs) We'll find out. (laughs) I don't think he, I really don't think he, there's a lot of people for some reason gain a lot Mm -hmm. when they die. Some people do it on purpose, but, but never see a casket. It's amazing. But we're going to have a junior. What else we got coming up next week? Who's who's joining us? Uh, let's see. Um, well, you should know you got the, you brought him to us. This country singer. <laughs> oh yes, yes, yes. Um, I can't even think of his name. And I don't like... even like country music. <laughs> I know he doesn't like country music. Can you believe the it? The closest <laughs> I get to country music is listening to Pete Wilcox, <laughs> and he's the only country artist I listen to. Well, really? Country, our, our country music is very uh, good. Country music. Is very honest, very real, very poetic. I I, right. I enjoy it quite a bit. Oh, <laughs> I enjoy listening to Pete's music. Oh, really? Oh, oh. Pete's got some good stuff. Absolutely. Boy, am yeah, I getting go on YouTube tonight. and listen to his music. Oh, definitely, I definitely listen, will. Go on, uh, go, go on YouTube and type in "Forevermore" by Pete Wilcox. Okay, definitely, I definitely Great will. Song. Please Great. do. Oh, well. Pete Wilcox, two L's, ladies and gentlemen. Pete yeah. Wilcox. Awesome. America's TV Elvis. My okay. friend. <laughs> Boy, I sure got my plug tonight. You guys have been delightful. He to knew me when I was famous, for crying out loud. Yeah, you, you've <laughs> been delightful to me tonight. And, 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 and again, I appreciate the, I appreciate the, the platform. Oh, I got to make a plug. Uh, 
but I appreciate the platform to mm -hmm. present my energy and effort in this life. Uh, I got a birthday coming up at the end of June. I'm going to be 79. Yeah. I can't wait to say I'm 80. I want to say that. So we are going to celebrate that. Absolutely. Together. 79, yes. man. Come on, this is the we last are going to celebrate the big 80 together. But Absolutely. I, but just being able to come around at this time I'll of my life. Ask God for longevity. From, a step away from a life that was really dedicated to personal pleasure and kind of surrendering and saying, Father, what do you have in mind? Yeah. That's it. And, you know, I'm. Oh, but I do want, let me make this one plug. You've been so Go nice. For it. Okay, great. God bless you. Sure. I was going to ask you, actually, you and I could have fun with this one, and that is, um, were you a baseball fan of the 50s? I was not. Oh! I what was, were you up to? Um, well. <laughs> you don't have to say right. You're, you're uh, being filmed. You may not want to say exactly. Yeah, no, I'm I'm a fan of certain players from that era. Okay. Joe DiMaggio, because I met him. Um, I'm a fan. Of course, you. If you, if you love baseball, you how can you not love Babe Ruth? Um, Hank Aaron, um, Cal Ripken, uh, you know Stan Musial. Okay. People like that. That's enough. Stop. I don't because you're not going to mention my guy. But I'm going to go to the Brooklyn Dodgers with the rock and roll team of the era. And the people were personally involved with every one of the players. They yeah. they had a charisma about them. And the number one home run hitter of the fifties was Duke Snyder, my guy. The number two yeah. home run hitter of the fifties was Gil Hodges. And there was a whole controversy because he wasn't in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And the story on that was uh, they had the vote. They held a vote. Campanella was in the hospital, and he couldn't do an absentee ballot. Yeah. And Ted Roy Williams voted yeah. against it, kept Gil out. This wow. year, this year, Gil has been admitted to the Hall of Hall Fame. Of fame. Yep. And what is so, what's special for me, absolutely, is I wrote a poem two years ago called Gil Hodges Belongs in the Hall of Fame. And I put it on Facebook, got some lovely response from Brooklyn people and all that. Actually, what was really special, I heard from his daughter. His oh, daughter wow. wrote me and said, thank you. That was a lovely, lovely uh, poem. I wrote another poem called Finally, and it talks about Gil Hodges becoming inducted into the Hall of Fame. I read both of them on a podcast Monday night. Beautiful. I heard from his daughter again. She said, thank you so much. I said, please give it to your brother and sister. I want them to have it. This Saturday, they are retiring Gil's number at Dodger Stadium. Right. He's being inducted in 27th, I think, 20, 24th or 27th of July. You and I should do a thing on this. Uh, we'll have to get together, Andrew, because it would just I be am going fun. to reach. I'm, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to reach out to a guy I know from my old life in wrestling. His name is J.J. Dillon. He is a huge, mm -hmm. huge Duke Snyder fan. Oh, my in God. Fact, we'll have a ball. In fact, before he got into professional wrestling, 
J.J. Dilling was J.J. Dillon was a baseball player. Okay, that was he wanted to be a baseball player. Oh, awesome. and then he got sucked into this crazy world of wrestling. But what he does for his shoot job, his real job, he is a prison administrator in Delaware. Oh my goodness! And I'm going to call his daughter and uh, and see if I can get him on the show. When do you want to do this, uh, Pete? Next um, Monday? Well, whenever, whenever you want to. He's going to be inducted. We'll find out. You and I'll talk, and I'll tell you when he's being inducted, and we might want to do it the week before. Okay. We'll you know what I mean? Is I'm he done. being in, inducted in, in, in the latter part of June? July. Oh, oh, oh that's July. awesome. I, I have the two poems here. I'm okay. going to read them again. And yeah, after, he gets, July, after they retire in Jersey, I will do it again. I'm going to repost them. I'm going to say every other week until it happens. And yeah, ask I'll, tell why, I'm, I'm, share I'll tell you why I'm asking about July. Because um, my birthday is July 10th. Okay. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, if it's if his induction falls anywhere three days before or three days after my birthday in that week. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Well, it's going to be. I think it's the twenty fourth of July. I will find out I all the dates, and I'll call you. And we'll, we'll talk about this and set up the date. Yeah, oh god, you and I can do it any at any time, and because it's repostable, you know, oh, we'll sure. have fun with that. Well, but I'm cool. going to oh, send absolutely. you. I'm going to send you um, my my uh, podcast on that or my blog. Okay. I want you to have it. See. What, I want fun. Amelia to see what happens when me and Pete get together. We said okay. goodbye. Well, she can uh, tell. We go nuts. We just go I, I get I get to sing you happy birthday. Yay. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Pete and I said goodbye 20 minutes ago. Okay? You know that? I get to sing you happy birthday by myself. Yeah. So we're going to have actually Brock Davis on June the 9th. That's who June we're going to have. June Brock yes. Davis, yes. Yeah, he's a great um, country singer. Great country singer. Pearl Jr. and Brock Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, Pete, we've got a show coming up, and I want you, I want you to be a part of this show we've got. It, it, mm-hmm. it uh, it's called "Remember When." That's going to be the name of the show. Okay. Or mm-hmm. "Remember When." I've got some entertainers from the fifties and sixties coming onto the show. And I would love you to be a part of that. Well, listen, I'm a phone call away. You I'm going to have my mom watch that show. She loves those. That, that's her era of music. It's like do, the doo-wop music. Oh, that my mom's yeah, going to yeah, have yeah. to watch that show. And my dog is barking because he's like, okay, daddy, it's my time now. <laughs> <laughs> so my listen, mom's going to have to watch. Wilcox, for Amelia Pitbull Chapman. Oh. I am Mad Dog Discipio saying goodbye, everybody. We'll see you next time. God bless. Take care. Goodbye, everyone. Bye-bye.